Rolling Stone Podcast. What's up? Uh, one half of Mr. and Mrs. Fritz. Hey, welcome to the Trolling Stone Podcast. Everything has changed. Um, I'm changing my name to um, Susan Queenan. Um, I'm going to go through a whole change. Um, I'm transitioning mentally and physically um, all because of the queen being dead. Yeah. I'm so just heartbroken. The world lost a good one. Really good one. Yeah. She had a lot of corgis. She was on money. Um, I guess she owns all of like the muted swans in the world. Really? Uh, you know, the the oligarchs, uh, you know, they just continue to probably t- try to need to continue to rule our world um, as along with the Illuminati. And, you know, that we lost a good one on, on the eighth yeah. in Queen Elizabeth, the second. And now um, her ghastly looking son, I think Charles is going to take over. And I really hope that he continues the rule of um, arrogance um and limp-wristed authoritarianism that that Brit- britain is known for yes um i brought up the queen many times this weekend yeah and at one point um neil was just like i fucking hate the queen and i was like yeah. i'm not being serious <laughs> you got like, he was like and went on this whole rant, and I was like, "I he just, am just it is just something that I'm saying out loud." I have he no recently opinions. he when when I went on the bachelor party, Neil went to because I had seen him previously. Um, he went to Ireland, and I think that's still like the the Irish airs like is still are, are still in his lungs. Where he's like, "I fucking yeah. hate the Queen." Yeah, it is funny because I was talking with J Mac about it too. Uh, we were totally burying the lead, but um, I was talking about with J Mac, and it's like. Irish Twitter, South African Twitter, and like Indian Twitter are like they're still celebrating. They're still lighting yeah. off fireworks and yeah. you know praising the death of a 96-year-old grandmother, great grandmother. Did you Did you happen to see the guy that got absolutely he got arrested? Yes. He was, it was screaming a kid. at the new the new king. No, at I think it was like like a the, a kid, like he was screaming at like one of the little princes, like the infants, or about them, because I think they're going to be the next there or something like that. Because I think he was yelling out like something about like Harry, and Charles is now the the throne is on the throne. Man arrested for heckling Prince Andrew. I believe mm-hmm. P- Prince Andrew is one of the children, like one of the, like the four year olds. No, because he was like you sick old man. Who, who's Prince Andrew then? <clears throat> Prince Andrew, Duke of York? This is like a man. <laughs> yeah. This is... Prince Charles, Prince... And... Prince somebody, somebody commented... He looks young. Bring him back to my quarters. Quote Prince Andrew. <laughs> I think Prince, Prince Harry. And, I oh, think is it 
Prince yeah. Andrew was caught up in the in the the old uh, uh, Epstein Island situation. Probably. Oh, his he so he is the sibling to Charles the Third right now. <clears throat> so he's brothers with the current king. But yeah, I have a feeling. I also feel like it got to a point like where I don't think Charles was like um, caught up in any sort of like Epstein thing. He probably had a hand in it, but I think he's too powerful. Like being the heir to the throne after your, after Elizabeth is like your yeah. name is expunged from a lot of things. But just like one step removed being Andrew, you are like you're out there. Like no one is like, is no one's taking a black am... marker to your name diddling kids yeah <clears throat> um uh, the australian well, I, think they, I think they're the all american kids. australian campaigner i don't know what that means virginia goofrey jufrey don't know how to say that <clears throat> alleged like the that second the, one jufrey jufrey <laughs> alleged alleged that at the age of 17 she was paid fifteen thousand dollars to have sex with andrew after being brought to him by jeffrey epstein Bless. andrew denied the allegations well, why? How couldn't he? Uh, following Great. intense negative reaction to his association with Epstein, Andrew resigned from public roles in May 2020, and his honorary military affiliations and royal charitable patronages were returned to the Queen in January 2022. Wow. So. He fought in the Falkland Wars, which was a 10-week undeclared. So he really didn't fight if he's fighting in this undeclared war. Between Argentina and the UK in 1982, over two British depend in British dependent territories in the South Atlantic, the Falkland Islands. Wow. I love that. So he uh didn't fight in a war, and it was against a country that houses many Nazis, former or hidden. My, I just always am fascinated by like, so Epstein was convinced, convicted of sex trafficking in 2008. Yes. And in 2010, Prince Andrew was still just like in public chilling with him. Yeah. But like he was really like, there's a bunch of people I, that were doing that. I like diddling kids, having sex with underage girls so much that I will forego all of my like, jobs and yeah any public opinion is just and... going to go right up. <laughs> yeah any i'm going to get all the side eyes in the world but guess what you didn't diddle a 12 year old i did yeah um in uh, july uh, 2011 he was uh like terminated from his role as trade envoy living large speaking of large do you also, that large he was that the... large man that followed around the queen? Do you think he ate her when she died? He was just like in honor here's, of my queen. Well, I will eat her. Here's a question: Do you think the queen would taste good if you did eat her? Oh God, no, dude! She probably <laughs> tastes like mothballs. <laughs> but counterpoint: They've probably she's probably only been eating like um. What is the fucking oh god damn it? Um Batman Queen House. What is it? What's the duck fat, the fatty duck liver? Foie oh, gras. Fa oh yeah. Yeah, she's exclusively been eating like foie gras and toast for like a decade now. Yeah. So she's it's probably like healthily like it is probably like 
there is a two inch layer of fat covering her. Yeah. Oh, but it's just like it's like goo. It's like yield. Yeah. Like it's like under the under her very thin porcelain layer of skin. Yeah. It's foie gras. Her, her yeah, her tissue paper layer of skin. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe if you like a nice uh, roast, maybe if you smoked her. I don't know what's happening. We have frozen. Is it me or is it him? <clears throat> Whoa. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, we're just going to keep this uh, rock and roll. I'm just going to read Wikipedia. That's what I'm going to do. Um, in December 30th, 2014, a Florida court filing by lawyers Bradley J. Edwards and Paul G. Cassell alleged that Andrew was one of several prominent finger figures including lawyer Alan Dershowitz and a former prime minister to have participated in sexual activities with Virginia Jufri, then known by her maiden name, Virginia Roberts, who was allegedly trafficked by Epstein. Um, January 2015, there was renewed media and public pressure for Buckingham Palace to explain Andrew's connection with Epstein. Um, Buckingham Palace um, stated that any suggestion of impropriety with underage minors is categorically untrue and later repeated the denial. So they were like, no. So Alan Dershowitz was also named in this lawsuit against Prince Andrew. Uh, awesome. Sorry, I, I got cut out. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, uh, maybe smoking the queen if you like smoked her or like a nice roast. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I was, um, I was going to say, uh, I think if you were to get like, a, like, I feel like her. Her liquids on the inside is basically just like kerosene or something like she's so fucking old. Like, I feel like when you get that old and you are that um powerful, at least at one point in your life, like when she had first become like prince, like basically like her dad was like the king and whatnot, like right after after World War Two, I think she's come so powerful. I think they started giving her like supplements of like this life changing yeah, like, stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. So truly, I think like her only her diet was probably stem cell injections, foie gras, yeah. Earl Grey tea, you know, the the blood of children and, and like then a those and like a and like a dying corgi. Yeah. And then also those um those crackers for di digestion. Yeah. The one, yeah. The ones <laughs> if we want to wrap it back, the ones that we had that were really good at. Um, I didn't I didn't catch one. I was very upset. There I was only a couple, and them. I think my dad took most of them. So, yeah, well, that adds up. He was like, "These are um, great." Yeah. Uh, who? Why do I know who Alan Dershowitz is? Uh, yeah, uh, I know him. Well, American lawyer and former law professor. He taught at Harvard. Seems like no. Oh yeah, this this is like he's a creep. I believe he also, I believe Alan Dershowitz is also like in support of Palestine as like a Jew as well. 
something like that. There's definitely like something with him in like the the Israeli Palestine deal. He has represented such celebrity clients as Mike Tyson, Patty Hearst, Leona Helmsley, Julian Assange, and Jim Bakker. Um, he served as the appellate of appellate advisor on the O.J. Simpson murder trial. I will fuck you up. Well, uh, she was laughing at me, and I don't <laughs> tolerate that in my household. Um, he was a member of Harvey Weinstein's defense team in 2018, of President Donald Trump's defense team in his first impeachment trial, Epstein's defense team. Um, yeah. Let me do where is Alan Dershowitz now and Google that. After I go through his, after I go through Alan-Dershowitz.com. He is uh, the author of several books, but he's also an ardent Zionist and he's a supporter of Israel. And oh, he's written a supporter of Israel. Several books on the Arab-Israeli conflict. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, his two most recent books are The Case Against Impeaching Trump and Guilt by Accusation, The Challenge of Proving Innocence in the Age of Hashtag Me Too. Uh, I have a a New Yorker article by one Isaac Cottonier, Alan Dershowitz, Martha Vineyard cancellation. He was supposed to. Oh, he feels he has been shunned from entering Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> oh no! Alan Dershowitz become one of the most famous lawyers by American, representing high profile clients such as Epstein, Tyson, and OJ and enmeshing himself in political debates on the subject such as the torture in the Israeli occupation, he has defended both. That he thinks that Americans should do torture and that Israeli is occupying Palestine is a good thing. Uh, can I air a grievance? Go for it. I think that um, when two parties settle outside of court, they should be made to disclose the sum in which they settled for. The fact that they can just like, cop out and like have like a very public lawsuit that then gets settled out of court yeah where is this let coming us from know. may i ask where let is this know. coming from <clears throat> so they um in the uh this whole thing about jewfrey and her diddling um dershowitz was part of the case against prince andrew um but then there was like Dershowitz and then the like basically the um God, my brain's not working. Mm. The uh like other the uh, attorneys for Jewfrey, they like then sued and countersued, and then they settled for an undisclosed sum in April twenty sixteen. Yeah. I wanna know who was wrong. Who did they decide was wrong? Did Dershowitz just be like, yo, I'm gonna throw some money at you and then I'm going to keep diddling kids or what was the deal there? Did he diddle kids? I don't know. Who, mm. who is this Virginia? Jufrey. Vir oh, I thought you were just me. I thought you were just putting your own little twist on Jeffrey. <laughs> no, no. I, how do you, how do you think you pronounce that? Cause I don't know. Well, let's go on Wikipedia. Guffrey? It's probably Guffrey. Or Guifrey? Guif. <laughs> let's do, let's Google. Uh, 
Gufries. Gufries? 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 It's Jufree, you're right. Hey, look at me. Google is saying Jufree. You know, oh, even yeah. Genia finds her lunch. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we can get to the real meat and potatoes after we have discussed uh, at nauseum the death of an old woman. Um, well, uh, we really discussed way more of how um, we would eat her and then also Prince Andrews being a rapist. Yeah. yeah. I... If we want to spend more time on it, we will. But I totally like don't have any interest in like, you know, how like there's some people like I find that strange in people that they're like obsessive over the royal family. Yeah. And it's like, that's like my favorite thing. It's and in there, it's like, oh, it's like as if there was like cameras in reality TV in like the White House. Like it's like there's more drama with it. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like I don't even I didn't even know that this Prince Andrew was like associated with Epstein or anything, but like every it's just like, but people like admire them. I don't understand why. Like I don't admire any political leader at all, let alone someone who is like through like inheritance who truly doesn't deserve it, and again who eats only guaf, uh, you know, guafwa and foie gras. <laughs> yeah, who eats only Jew free and uh, baby's blood. Um, I don't give a shit about them. Like no one should admire a leader. Any at I think, all. I mean, I think that I think yeah, in uh, inherited leaders, I think. Yes. But I, I like someone like when you think through some of our greatest presidents, like there are definitely reasons to admire them. Like people like Teddy yeah. Roosevelt and like maybe know, I, good ones. I recant it. I also, Anyone? depending on the way you use the word admire, like I can admire JFK as his head is blown yeah, across the back of for a his, car. For his sexual exploits and for him <laughs> just having that dog in him. Yeah, he did confirm to have dog in him. Yeah. So, but um, I really think that there's like this bit of like, I, I, I look back like I admire Barack Obama. However, I, yeah. I, was in a, I was in a moment of like, being what how old were we when it happened eighth grade maybe i remember do you know actually eight would have been like seventh or eighth grade i do remember kind of fondly watching the inauguration in a math class in georgetown yeah i think i sat next to tommy coy and it was like his first year i remember watching the inauguration in like one of the classrooms because that would have been 2009. So, yeah, eighth grade. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, like, I think, like, like, I don't particularly admire Joe Biden for anything. Nope. No, um, that's what I, I'm saying. Like, I'm 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 old enough now where I admire Barack Obama at the time. And, and Barry O was like a cool motherfucker. But like, if he were to be if it was him for his first presidency instead of Joe Biden, like in 2020, I would probably be like, this is really cool. We have an African-American president. Like, this is unheard of. Barrio is a cool guy. But, like, knowing how the world works, I would probably be like, well, he's doing something. Like, yeah, there's there. All of them are up to something. Exactly. I think and that also, like, all of Barack them- Obama just held, held, uh, hit it well enough. Yeah. Where you're like, 
he's he's playing basketball and yeah. he's you know he's like he's at the u.s open cheering on serena and everything during his presidency and you're like how can this guy be a part of you know this larger network of you know elites but he is yeah or how can he be a part of like drone strikes on innocent you know yeah. uh That's afghanis no yeah. no um, that was that was joe doing that stuff I do think it's interesting though, because you then also like not to get really deep into the, the processes, but like you also have to like in that admiration and then the lack of admiration where you're like, they're all up to something. Then you also have to go like, well, a lot of them, especially in this day and age are just like handed these things and their hands are tied for them. Like they don't really have a lot of power. Oh yeah. In general. So it's like, then they're kind of like handed these situations and they're expected to do something with it, but they don't really have any tools yeah. to do something with it. And they have to like go jerk off Congress for fucking 45 there's minutes. A, there's a different distaste when I look at leaders that again, in our lifetime, because I, I can't truly like, I can't say I admire what Bill Clinton did with it. It's because I just wasn't like, yeah, like I was two when yeah. he like left office, but, um, it's something different with American presidencies versus other leaders of the world. Because again, like you had just said, you look at inheritance and in the U S it's like they're handed things or they're, you're like you said, their hands are tied with making certain decisions. And so you're like, I have a disdain for basically like the system. I'm sure queen Elizabeth was a nice person. However, she did like drink the blood of children and probably, yeah. And whatnot. But then if you were to look at, say, like a third world country's leader, like Muammar Gaddafi, there's a different disdain for that. However, I think I still have more disdain for like our leaders than I do the, the disdain of Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm I, probably going to get in trouble for that, bud. I think that, like, I also think that, like, the the advent of like modern communication plays a huge yeah. role in that because yeah. like to me there was a certain point in which the presidents couldn't do anything and they didn't know anything because yeah. they had to wait like eight days for them to like even get like a newspaper and for you know? us the, the people to like have that like meaning i guess what i was trying to say because richard's going to be down my throat for this oh, but Richard's like, going to scream at us there is a bit more seediness and like room for exploitation in like our system of government and like inheritance like a royal family or something than simply just insurgency yeah. Like I like you look at some of these third world countries and other places where it is an upheaval yeah. and I have I can admire upheaval no matter what types of war crimes are happening. Yeah. But on the other end, looking at like our systems of, of leadership, it's like. It's like these people like they're it's it's like hidden. It's just like it's it's a little bit more like darker and gross than like true like. It's civil the, war, the backroom deals. It's the the Watergates. It's the yeah. stuff like where if we heard about Watergate, what's all the stuff we haven't heard about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Insurgency is out in the open. 
Like everyone is seeing a yeah. change and shift in leadership, and it's probably the worst thing possible. Momar, Richard Momar Gaddafi is a terrible, terrible person. However, most of the things he did was out in public. I don't know what is going on with Joe Biden right now. Yeah, like, I don't know. Some suspicious stuff. Um, all I'm saying is, I think I've said it before, he does really, really, he needs to pardon Young Thug. Yeah. That needs to happen. I mean, midterms are coming up. If you want to sway the young people, Joe, if you want to yeah. get the young people's vote on the Democrats, it's, it's I got to get my Joe Biden face. It's all these young, young people. They, they're <laughs> they're they, they listen to this music. And and I'm telling you, it's not on the jukebox, but it's in your car radios. And while I'm telling that the jukebox, it's a great invention. I really think like I like sliding through the, the CDs and whatnot. That was somewhere between like his eyes in, are always closed. Why is eyes always closed? But then also you're doing the hand motions of Trump and there was a little bit of Trump in there. And then there was also some Barry O inflection. happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joe. Okay. I can't do the Joe. I need to listen to Joe Biden and then be able to like somewhat fart my way through it. But Joe yeah. Biden's is I said it last episode. It's he will start saying something and then trail off on a completely different direction and then try to wrap itself back around. It's brutal. I So, OK, I think that I've come up with and I don't think this is particularly difficult. The last like truly admirable present president. Mm -hmm. And I think it's FDR. I think that Again, was like that was the cutoff between because. However, like, regardless of yeah. the shitty things he did, he was doing it because like the Nazis were actively attacking the entire world. So it's like, yeah, you don't really have a choice to fight fire with fire. In my mind, though, it's when you are serving during times of war. I feel like that's when it's like everyone's focus is on war and specifically World War Two and even like. The Vietnam War, Vietnam War is a whole different bag of cats. But um, yeah. <laughs> in a time of war, people want war to be over and like America to win. Yeah. So it's like they're all focused on that. Yeah. And like, and oh, our boys, our boys. While FDR may be making some calls to like, you know, and like demons being like, kill this Hitler guy. And like he's making well, like was he's, he... he's sinning the country for the rest of the eternity. Was he behind the Japanese internment camps? Like, was that his orders? Well, I mean, it did happen. I think, yeah. Like, he has to write off on that. That is a federal, like, declaration to do Japanese internment camps. And it's not like, you know. Right. I may take it's it It's not like Joe Schmo's writing off on that. It's like, you know, he checked off on the Japanese internment camps. Okay, so then we're going to play the game of, like, if we keep going back, so, like, FDR, then we go back. Do we think Teddy Roosevelt did any... So that's, that is honestly who I was going to say in my mind is, like, the last, like, apple pie, like, he, like, he did wrong. Like, created like, the National Park Service, like... Yeah. It's... It is truly, like, I think... I'm looking at it right now, like truly no one in the 20th century, maybe up until. Yeah, maybe FDR, maybe Truman. But like, 
I would say a lot of the t- most of the 20th century presidents are not good guys. No, not good guys. <laughs> no. So then we go um, back like Ulysses Truman, S. Grant. Yeah, maybe. See, Grant was a good one. Grant was like, you know, a war hero. I was I would say Roosevelt's a good one. Woodrow Wilson was sketchy. Uh maybe yeah, maybe Lincoln. Maybe. I I like your I like your idea with FDR. I do think FDR was like one of the our our better ones. I think maybe like a Truman was was probably good. Again, I'm I'm not like I haven't washed up on my No. We we should we should come back to this. We won't, but yeah. we should. Um and actually like brush because I want to find the point in which we think that like the world moved at such a slow pace that they like literally could not have done anything. Yeah. To be like, other than like, I don't know, some stupid shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like nowadays. Whereas, like, you know, you think of like even like past like World War One, it's like, <clears throat> you know, there was like that was the introduction of like kind of modern warfare techniques. And it was like, I think, yeah, we have they, to do our, re- this would be a great do our research topic too. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of people died at the hands of like, u.s soldiers because of like they're so like not great not ideal i mean like i understand it i'm not gonna defend it and i'm not gonna like yeah be an activist for it i think there was a time yeah i do think this would be a great research one because i would also love to look into which of these presidents come from like stupid money like yeah. you can't really become president if you're dirt poor. Like yeah. you know, it's it, this isn't the revolutionary <clears throat> times, but like which ones are like you know, like bank babies. Like which ones yeah. had had like were you know, cousins with the Rockefellers and shit. Um because I think that you has know to that play with it though. George Clinton of Parliament Funkadelic was uh Thomas Jefferson and James Madison's vice president. <laughs> And Bootsy Collins was the Secretary of tre- Treasury. Um, yeah, we do got to do some research on. It. Basically, we can, or we can each come uh, every week with uh, our presidential red flags and just like bring more, Ooh. like, like truly, like, like everyone knows, like you know, uh, John F. Kennedy had an affair. Like that's not like a big red flag, but like find big red flags. Yeah. Like what this, if we start at the beginning and go president by president? Or what if we work our way back? Backwards? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Where do, do we... We can't start... I mean... We can't, we can't start with Trump, but... We can't. We, we can can't. do... Bar- Barrio would be a great, like, start, but it would be, like, probably a short one. Like, yeah. a lot of... Again, it's like a lot of it we already know. We know the shit. It's be, like, social media tape. When social media came and started to be a thing during Barack Obama's presence, like, everything was out in the open for the most part. So it's like, we know a lot of it. We can dig some stuff up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's let's do that. Cool. It's presidential red flags. It's going to be a good segment, if yeah. we remember. Right, Over, we... under, how many episodes before we forget about this? I, I'll have to find another female athlete that's being imprisoned by the Russian government <laughs> to put as a um uh, an excuse to not do it again (laughs) hopefully dennis rodman gets caught and then it's like as soon as rodman is out 
we'll start doing presidential red flags. Yes. All right. You want me to get the uh, the producer? Sure. We can have a little talk. Sure. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out there. Yeah, it's just Duncan. All right. The producer is currently watching. This is 40 as well. Um, That's how I feel now. So um, well, we, yeah. we started the show with the death of Queen Elizabeth. And now um, in the middle of the show, we're going to talk about the, the death of Jackson's social life. Oh. <laughs> I joke, I kid. I got married. Um, Duncan was there. Duncan was witness. I did witness. Uh, yeah. Um, and this is the first time that you're like on the podcast on the podcast. No, we had her on for a full episode once. Oh. Even when we got engaged. True. Right? Yeah. With Dan. No, yeah. we did. We did like, oh. I think it was when we were having guests every week and we did like a full episode with her. Maybe. I don't remember. You yeah. guys are blacked out. We are. Yes. We are exhausted. So <laughs> obviously I, it yeah. was like multiple nights in a row of like not going to bed until like midnight and the oh. saturday so after all of you guys left on saturday dunk <clears throat> all of sarah's like bridesmaids stayed up um in like the the place in new hampshire and sarah myself and Haley were like just drinking wine and chatting like after having like just like a little like we we're playing kings and watching college football and something and Haley was like oh i'll help you guys get stuff back to like our little house and then we'll call it a night we poured an entire bottle of wine uh, through all of us and basically stayed there till three in the morning three thirty oh. in the morning just all of a sudden it was three th- i i was literally just, like i thought it was like one and here we are we were just like talking just like oh like this was so great like over and over and over again but we were just talking till three thirty in the morning and i was like i'm so sorry like i was we but were jack we know we know jackson how he can just talk. Um, and I'm literally like, <laughs> we need to let Haley go. Like, please, we are holding her hostage. Like it is beyond. I'm like, we have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Haley was like, fine with it. We were also, we had said it in the conversation with Haley. It was like, we would wake up and be like super hungover and like groggy and like, but then it would be like three in the afternoon. And that it's like, that's like our 10 in the morning. And then yeah. we just ride the high for like the rest of the day. And we have all this energy and like, don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. I literally don't understand how the day after the wedding, I essentially had no hangover and I probably slept for like, I don't know, less, less than less than eight hours. Yeah. Seven hours. Probably. Like, I literally like, barely a hangover. I was tired, but and I drank so much. I literally. <laughs> yeah. I'll... So we had a, like a great, rehearsal dinner um my my dad was talking with our the other groomsmen just about crypto and i was like yeah he was just like at the rehearsal dinner talking with like ben and jared and kaylee about crypto my dad was like chewing kaylee's ear off like somehow some way the the rehearsal dinner was very interesting because of the it was that pocket of them talking about crypto and then it was Jack just was like sitting by himself. Yeah. 
and then it was like no. the the three of us and like four of us and then like yeah. down the rest of the table but they were literally just on their own island like i i watched by that conversation multiple times and i was like what what's going on yeah what inspired and what inspired this and then it was like we went outside to smoke the cigars and like there was like all of like a half of a cornhole game going and then it was like the snap of the fingers and then the lights went out it was just dark within within like 15 minutes and then then everyone and then everyone else showed up yeah it was like it the lights turned off and then all of a sudden you looked around and like the people had multiplied um i think we got 20 to 30 more people like within like 10 minutes yeah yeah easily and it was yeah mayhem chaos yeah (laughs) and so it was and then like after that it was really funny we go back to to the groomsman house and (laughs) my dad is just like bananas like off the wall not knowing how to play beer pong at all and then playing with everyone and sarah's uncle dave uh and at one point my dad grabs uncle dave and goes i love this guy because he's easy to grab and it's just uncle dave everyone who's listening to the podcast was probably like there at the wedding or no but uncle dave is like four foot two and my he's just able to grab him so like half the size of my dad and is able to like grab him and that's like the only reason why my dad likes uncle dave is because he's so short no yeah that's um yeah ben called him turbs all weekend which was very funny yeah (laughs) very funny (laughs) (laughs) also i did send you that picture of you guys were talking at the doorway when he was leaving, and it looks like he's teaching you how to like block. He's yeah, like, or he's like, like he just he just shoved me in the chest, yeah. and I didn't move since he's so small. Yeah, he was he's like a lineman coach, and he was like, "All right, you got to get your hands up." I gotta show you the picture. I think yeah, Wait, very. And funny. then who said something about? Was it, was, I don't know if it was your dad or my uncle Dave that saying to the other, I was like, oh, did we? oh yeah yeah the next morning or like the next day yes it was i think my dad at some point and it was probably at the reception but dave went up or my dad went up to dave and just went like hey did we sleep together (laughs) because the both of them were like that was like the end of the night them playing beer pong together both like cross-eyed like yeah nowhere even close to being I mean, the amount of elbow violations that I witnessed was startling. Yeah, my dad had never played before, and no, uh, he said he. Well, actually, he had, but he was just being difficult because I start filling up the cups with water, and he goes, "What the fuck is this? Where's the beer?" And I go, "The ball is going to get stick." Like I understand you probably played and you sink the cup and then you drink the cup, but like we're going for. Act, ease of access here and we're not yeah. like having beer balls thrown around and sticking to the walls and shit that's and that's when beer goes everywhere is when you put yeah, them in cups gross. that was uh but i think after you left it did turn into real beer pong Ugh. and i think that was the that's what made the floor <laughs> so, so sticky yeah that was the floor and that was also jared and ben's downfall i was just gonna say was that where it turned like yeah because yeah. we, we only that got was where it took a hard left that we got reports that like i think someone in the morning when i got there opened up the fridge and was like where's this in the fridge and like 
oh, Jared threw it outside or something like that. Was, <laughs> so was he throwing things outside? So I don't know. I was not awake for that. But all I know is that like, what was it? Thursday night, everything died down pretty early because everyone mm. was like, okay, we have things to do tomorrow. But there was just like four people that were still going balls to the wall. It was Reno. It was Ben. It was Jared. And it was Neil that were all yeah. still like, we are playing beer pong with beer. And yeah, like I, yeah, I Reno retired. Was, ben, Ben woke up. So uh, the, we can now transition to the wedding day, nine, nine. And I get a text. I'm across the street at Sarah's parents' place. Um, and I was like, fully expecting to, to like wake up and your dad be like next to me in the other bed. Cause he said he was, he said he was, but there was no one. I'm like, Oh, great. And I like, like woke, I woke up to a text from Sam at like eight o'clock on the dot. Cause he was the timekeeper saying, all right, everyone, let's start waking up and eat some breakfast. 30 seconds later, text me, is there breakfast question mark? And I'm like, I, I, first off, he is the cutest person in the entire world. 747 AM was yeah, the text. It was like, it's still yeah. burned in my He's memory. Like he was on it. He let's had get, duties. But it was, I love how it was, let's get some breakfast. Let's eat breakfast. And then like, yeah, he texts me. He goes, wait, is, is the breakfast coming? Is it? Yeah. And I'm What's like, yeah, it should the be breakfast? this. I, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I literally think I told everybody that yeah. a million times. We forgot. But also for him to like, as the timekeeper, I would like to nitpick the fact that he was, he knew his assignment in the morning but failed to look at the rest of the day because he was like three hours ahead of when yeah, we he, needed he kept, to actually be getting going. He kept pushing us and telling us the times, but it wasn't like, it was just like, you know, it was 12 and it's like, oh, what's the next thing? And he would like take the thing out of his pocket or have it on the table and he goes, oh, well, the next thing is until this. And then it like, we would just be like watching TV and then it would get closer and closer and he would just be like yeah it's just uh, we're good it's like you know it's only 30 seconds away we're good and everything's like no like we got to get ready and shit yeah we've been to do yeah he did he did okay with that um but <laughs> neil woke up i i got to the house i think maybe at like nine or maybe even ten i don't know but uh neil was like up and cleaning and like trying to help out and everything and so he like for him being one of the the four horsemen of the night before totally fine reno too totally fine um, i don't think that they i think that they were maybe taking it easy up until then and i think ben and jared were not taking it easy oh, yeah. and then well, also we're like let's go into the next gear <laughs> i know jared was in a bad way and i love him to death and he apologized and was just like i'm so sorry that like i did this or whatever but like ben was low-key like hurting and i could see that because he was sitting on the couch and it was like his ben glazed over eyes and he just like went stood up went to the fridge and cracked a beer and just started drinking i go he's not like trying to get drunk again he's trying to keep the buzz going like, <laughs> he's trying to stay trying on the wagon yeah he's he started to yeah probably get a headache and was like, i'll just start drinking cores again <clears throat> yeah i'll just have a couple waters yeah hydrate you said he was the only one that was like drinking it before yeah it was truly like in that like right before i left um at like 1 30 i don't think anyone in the house was drinking besides like ben and maybe like some of the girls were like starting to have like a glass of wine and that was it like no one yeah no one was like i we had that champ stupid little champagne toast <laughs> and that champagne was gross um that's i don't know if you have received the pictures yet but i just had nothing in my hand i just yeah. put my hand up yeah 
Who took those? Oh, the photographer. I think this the blonde photographer oh, okay. was there for that. Um, we never even. It was that. strange. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'm I I was the first one to get dressed and then like completely sweated through all my clothes because I don't know why I did that, but. Sam started getting ready because he knew I was like, you probably have to take pictures with me and maybe like dad can get here. And so like the photographers come and go, is your father going to be here? Like, would he want to be in this? And I'm like, Sam, I look at Sam. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll text him. Hey, maybe he goes, maybe you want to get over to the house. And he goes, why? And he goes, well, like we're ready, like dressed. And maybe we he goes, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I just ordered a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys probably didn't even tell him that he really should be like coming over early. Like besides like him just getting ready. As he ended up like coming in. He was like, my jacket's still at the house. And he was like, like not even a tie on and everything. And I gave him like the gift I had. He's like, do you want to take pictures? I'm like, it's fine. Like, you're fine. Like, we'll take them later. Yeah. Those getting ready ones. I mean, there's. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of more centered to the bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't also until like. 1 30 did i start getting like anxious and like my stomach started hurting like i remember i like drank like a bunch of water and like a ginger ale and like just chewing gum vigorously um and then like the woman picked me up we did the first look um which like relieved a lot of that stress and then we went back and like then oh, wait let's tell him what he did you did um during the first look so during the first look there were so many bugs literally everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, all just attracted to me for some reason. Like, I don't know if it was um, maybe something to do with the white. Like, I don't know, but like literally so many bugs. And so then Jackson went to try to like swat one away and hit it on my dress and smush a, dr a dead bug on my white dress. <laughs> right on it my nailed it. And like, it was right like, noticeable and yeah. it was not coming out with, um, it was like that <laughs> big of a, like a streak of like brown bug guts. Like on yeah. her dress, but like it started like a little bit coming away with the taipan, but um, I I was just, I could see immediately the panic in his eyes. Like I literally thought he was gonna start crying because it was like all of this. This literally happened when like two minutes after we had like the first look, and so like I could just tell. And it was less like <laughs> wow, I ruined it, and more of like wow, I'm going to die. Like she will murder me on the eighth <laughs> hole right here. <laughs> Stab me in no, the heart. Tell, I'm like, it's okay. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's coming. But it was he literally. I'm like, it's okay. Like, really. I, we, I he was so scared of me. I think we did this. So then it's like we do the ceremony. Um, you all did great. All the boys did great. Justin came walking out with his McGregor swag. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see this because I didn't get to see any of this before yeah, yeah exactly and like to see all the girls coming down and like all that stuff I'm, that's what i'm really excited for so there's the, like the behind the scenes peak was i don't know if everyone else but i think it was the like the main event coordinator she just yelled at me all the, the, the short one uh yeah she had like a headband on probably yeah yeah, yeah. no just, she sucked like truly like she was but she, she was, was like, she was like, she I don't mean it. And I think I she was trying to be sarcastic, but it didn't come across. She would just like be like Duncan. Bah. And I was like, what? What? So she, what? She annoyed. She annoyed me basically like after Thursday. And it was probably like right after the ceremony, she started annoying me. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to see you anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Because she, oh, she was doing cool. that. She was like, boys, check your flies. But it was like 10 times intensified. And it was like her like sarcastically like saying something, but actually like being like somewhat like nudgy and rude about it. And it was just like, OK, like we got it. Like, yeah. it's OK. 
I wonder. It was mainly her. That was. It wasn't like both because I had no, no. Have, Kelsey had two different ones. The other one did never said a peep. That was with Kelsey, Rachel, maybe, and was, Kelsey. Uh, who was I mean, the Stacey. one that had like the knife. Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. She was so cool. Yeah, she was her cool. separately. She's like not part of the venue. Yeah, the, yeah. Stacy and the other one, Rachel, that had like the really thicker brown blonde hair was both both Owl's Nest people. But then Kelsey, the one with the knife, was like from Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that day, like just running around like with them. Just a lot of them. Yeah, it's uh, also just like I also un- like I understand like on the day of, but <clears throat> she yelled at me all through the rehearsal. Just like every time I had to do anything, she was just like, Duncan, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I know what I'm supposed to do. Like, really? stop yelling at me. I like it here. It was I like, she, I think, like Duncan, like Duncan said, and even Jared, she did like one of those like sarcastic, like snippy, like weird, like, and Jared was like, fuck you when she walked up. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like having a teacher, dude. I was like, this is the closest I've she been. Was a teacher. I, she, was, yeah, she was a teacher, like, before. Okay. <laughs> that. And also airplanes is the closest you get to like the feeling of being in high school where they're like, have you done this? Bleh. I just like, I wish I knew what was happening. Why she was, I don't know. Like, I wish Again, I think I- it was just like, she, she was also, she's that person that like loves to divulge. Like, Oh, I do this because I'm this way. And like, blah, blah, blah. and so like, you know, I try to be sarcastic to break the mood. And it was just like, okay, like take it easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also it's not working. So you should yeah. work on your crowd work. But then uh, ceremony went really well. Sarah flubbed and said my dreams instead of ours. Yeah. Um, Fucking bullshit. We all noticed. I had a clear view (laughs) into like all of like the bridesmaids and they're all bawling their eyes out. I'm like, this is probably ruining pictures. But wasn't it your friends being like my knees, their knees were like shaking. So first off, I I have to say, because I know, I mean, I give off some chaotic and insane energy sometimes of just how stressed I can be I think um but I really was the most calm person the entire day everyone else all the bridesmaids were so like incredibly nervous and stressed out about the ceremony like walking down and I, I I don't know like they were like like so so nervous and so like once Haley got up there she was like literally I was so nervous and I couldn't stand there and my knees were shaking and she was like the way that she was saying it was so funny and she like had to like I don't even know what she was doing to be able to like make them stop. But she was like, people are literally going to be able to see just my, all my legs shaking. Cause we're like, I'm right there. It was, so, it was someone who was sitting in front of him. I think some of your friends were in the front row, right? Well, the second to front row, I have another whole thing about the very front row with my dad, but yeah. Yeah. We actually never talked about that. I know we can talk about it right now. So the front, the front row. That's not on, on my, on our side. Yeah, I know. On our side, it was like all the queens and everything, like yeah. right there, and even like aunts and uncles. And then obviously, you saw on the other side, it was just my dad in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Later in like the night, at like around the reception, she's changing clothes. That was like the conversation with I had with my uncle Mike, my dad's brother. And he goes, Oh, hey, like, were we supposed to sit with your dad? And I'm like, Yeah, probably. And he goes, Yeah, we feel really bad that we didn't. I go, well, What do you think my dad is thinking? Is that he's literally alone, and then there's nine seats next to him. They're just. <laughs> Like I should have told like Jake and Reno and Gus and like, everyone move up. at least give my dad some support. <laughs> so that's not how it's supposed to be. Oh no. And it was planned that the first row 
and second row if needed because my family's a bit bigger, but um, was supposed to be, you know, parents and then immediate family members to sit next to me. And a huge thing that I said, I was, I do not want the first row, first two rows empty. Like I want them completely filled up. I literally said that like five times. And when I, and I noticed that when I got out there, cause I saw just empty seats next to your dad, but was the entire row empty? It was my dad and no one else in because the row. That, this is what happened in my cousin's <laughs> wedding as well. No one else was in the front row besides the parents. And I just think that like people don't know they can sit there, yeah. but um, cause like that, like we didn't, like, we didn't know yeah. that we could sit there. We didn't know if it was reserved, but I specifically had it not that way. So I don't know really where it went wrong. It definitely starts with my aunts and uncles being like dumb. Well, we should have told them also. Cause I like told my aunt be like, oh yeah, like you guys are going to be sitting in the front row. And I don't, and I wonder then if she like passed along to everybody else, but I, cause also the way that on my side that they were seated was the exact seating we had yeah so that tells me that like some of the coordinators told them where to go but maybe not, not. my family so I, I don't know it's stupid know. but i know i felt that we haven't even talked about that i know uh -huh. but yeah we get we get through everything um i was so like it was like i won the super bowl when i walked mm -hmm. down like the rest of the row and went off and like got the bourbon at the end i was like i'm we're done <laughs> we did it um the reception was funny i have a video i don't know if you sent it it's turban and reno no, in a dance off no i haven't shown anybody except my you, friends it, it is the most cringiest thing i've ever no, seen in is, my life no, the best thing i watched it literally 10 times the day after the wedding because i just was <sighs> I, I needed we things. were trying so hard to get reno to break dance and he, he was no, he, he, i think he did I in the he, he was in the back though it was okay. like him and Molly and Molly was like hyping him on well, being I like, yeah, get I think he got on the floor at one okay. point. Good. <laughs> yeah. There's like super cringe video of just no, Ke it's Kevin. It's, it's, the it's Kevin and Reno, like going back and forth. And then it's like two moms just like five feet away. Like just, no, just watching them. Like, whoa. Um, yeah, it was like an all-time just like funny. Like ever I feel like 70, 80% of the room was like always dancing, I feel. Yeah. Was that not like I don't know if I'm just John yeah. Murphy cut oh. I have a funny video of John Murphy just lighting it up and then 50, like 20 minutes later, he's asleep sitting up in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was completely like up in a chair and Neil's like taking pictures of him and shit. The way he danced, like once we came out cuz we had our first dance and then went right into the first dance. And so I was, I don't know what you're laughing. I just assume it's funny. Um, and, um, uh, went into like the fun first dance of the night, everyone came out and then like immediately I left to go, um, change into my second dress. And so like, I didn't see, you know, the rest of that song, probably the rest of the next song. But then as soon as we came out, probably not even 10 minutes later, I, literally like it was him and he was dancing so hard like John, the way perfect. yes no he was like the first one i saw i'm pretty sure he's like within like the dance circle or something i don't know and he, the way he just like taps his feet and just like <laughs> he I, was I, at one point he was like the scene when uh jordan belfort leonardo dicaprio gets married and he's like his body turns into jelly yeah. and he's doing all, that was yeah. john murphy all night no he was so funny and wanted and just wanted to take pictures um there, with the neon I, sign. i'm laughing oh yeah he was all over that neon sign like all night there was one picture that my dad had someone else taken it's like my dad and his two brothers and then 
he zoomed out a little bit and it was just like half of John Murphy's face just staring <laughs> down the barrel of the lens, like caught like in a deer in the headlights, just no <laughs> smile, <laughs> just staring. Yeah, he was. We have to. It was awesome. Everyone who's listening who went to the wedding, we appreciate you guys. Like, we had so much fun. I hope you guys did too. I want to wrap on the, the this wedding segment with one guest in particular that I don't know if you noticed, but she's living wow. in, in an infamy, infamy right now. Okay. Did you meet Amy? I don't know. You don't know names, but yeah. she was um small, short, blonde hair and like crackhead running around. She had like a, a blue dress. She's uh like 50. In the- she had like there was, it was still light out and she was running around with a Westfield flag draped around her. Do you not see you? I don't know. Maybe you didn't see her, but she I was may like- I'm I definitely saw her at some point. I don't really, really tan, had probably dark lipstick and like it was like tight, short, blonde hair. And she was sprinting around the room. That's my mom's one of my mom's college roommates. Um, just I mean, we love her like to death. So she's just the most wild woman. The first act was her, yeah, like the the balls to bring a Westfield flag to a wedding and then the balls to wear it around like a cape. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. She then the next time I like noticed her was she was fully behind Sarah's mom, Michelle, both hands on Michelle's tits, just <laughs> ragdolling her around, like whipping her, like like your mom's feet came off the ground at one point and she's being held up by her boobs. Then it was I catch Uncle Dave like 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 shocked, a stock looked on his face and I go, Dave, what's up? And he goes, she drank my drink. Dave was told, stop drinking beers, go get yourself some liquor, like, let's have some fun. And so he goes, yeah, "Yeah." and he goes and gets a Jack and Coke. And before he could make it back to the dance floor from the bar, Amy snuck up on him, grabbed his drink and in one gulp drank two thirds of it. (laughs) And he goes, she just drank my drink. Incredible. We're we're not done yet. I I don't know if we should. Mm, I'm doing it. No one. So Julia, uh, one of the bridesmaids, popped into like the bathroom and yeah, just walked into the bathroom. Amy's in there. She has no shoes on. Julia is saying that her dress is pulled all the way up to basically crotch level. And I think Julia said she's, you know, she's seeing something. Amy go is already in full conversation with someone and is yelling, I hate men. I got glued on toenails and I'm standing in my own piss. She's in the middle <laughs> of a ba- of the bathroom just pissing on the floor. So I don't think she's <laughs> I don't think she's in the middle. <laughs> I think something may have happened that may have some I don't know, but something in the- But she was in the bathroom standing in her own piss. Somehow, I guess. But I <laughs> I just cannot Oh, and she's she was there for Thursday night. Too, but. she was best friends with molly swanton's mom oh, so yes. it's like so she goes up to molly and like i think molly said something along the lines of like oh this woman like pushed me and goes like says something about her mom like huh and molly's just like who are you <laughs> she said she pushed because i was like hey she was like let's we have to post a picture for your mom and yeah. um then 
yeah she literally molly's never seen her in her life and molly's never met this woman zach picture because i'm already friends i'm friends with amy and she already posted like literally a million and then she posted her and molly it's just it's so yeah. funny incredible <laughs> then back at like the groomsman house there was like those golf guys that just like showed up and they were just like there and they were that they was- there was just two of them they asked me like is it, is it okay if the two of them are there i'm like yeah fuck it whatever i don't care um, but then they like come up to me later in the night and go like, we got like five other guys back at the house. Can they come? I'm like, no. And I think you guys should leave too. But then they like left and then came back. There was only five people up at that point. And they're like, Oh, we're no, sorry. I bye. No, I like did not like them there. I didn't want to No, they, uh, came in and we were all just like chilling out on the porch and they just immediately came back there and then just killed the vibes so aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, who are, and then, but then there was other, I, maybe this is just, there were just other people I didn't recognize there. And maybe it was just seeing them in street clothes instead of like wedding clothes. But I ended up walking. They were probably my dad's friends. Who? Older guys. No, they looked like, they looked like thirties. And I was like, where did you guys come from? My cousin. Who are you? Yeah. maybe, Maybe, maybe the cousins. Yeah, my okay. cousin. But uh, yeah, we just at a certain point we were like tapped out, and we went upstairs and watched a Pearl Harbor documentary. <laughs> As there's like chaos below you. Yeah. Just, just to wrap up a night. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was it was awesome. I'm glad everyone enjoyed themselves. We thank everyone. Um, also to everyone who was like me and managed to either lose or forget like a positively preposterous amount of things oh did you tell them what you forgot oh yeah uh yeah i don't have a wallet right now because it's left there and i literally have no idea how because we like you have to clean the house yeah i literally don't understand because we didn't have it and so supposedly it was on the top of a fridge that i and i purposely put it there i remember putting it there but i also thought i put it back in my pocket it's i don't know but it's getting shipped so yeah, it's being we FedExed. Had, um, my sunglasses walked away. Don't know. We tore yeah, apart yeah. the groomsman house. We we didn't see any sunglasses. Well, and they were prescription, so there's no they're oh, useless no. for anyone but me. They weren't expensive. They're like they, they were like fifty bucks. In their bags. Oh, maybe Jared. Remember Jared had his like glasses like sitting on like the sink windowsill or something. Yeah, that's I. So I remember having them around the time of the rehearsal, but I definitely wore my glasses to yeah, like the rehearsal because I knew that like whatever. And then I just don't I don't know where they went. And when we came back, somebody had like cleaned and like put on music. I don't know if they had maybe put them somewhere, and I just didn't find them. Just <clears throat> gone. Yeah. Sorry, um, I got your shoes. I. <clears throat> I'm not worried. Like I'm really not. They, I needed new ones, anyways. I'm not. None well, of I can't fit I'm into these shoes. About. So. What? I said I can't fit into those shoes, so I can't even wear them. I was honestly there was. Uh, if they fit you, I was gonna be like, just keep them in. I'll buy a new pair. If they're nine and a half, so I wear like a, a ten on a good day. Maybe I can yeah. squeeze into them. They're uh, they're like eighty bucks. I was like, you know, like no, they're good I, shoes. Honestly, you should ask everybody. Like, just send a text. Be like, hey, if anyone has sunglasses because i bet someone just picked it up and thought it was theirs that happened to yeah. me 
all weekend well, the, because yeah, all our crap was everywhere. Very generic sunglasses. There was also a bottle of wine that mysteriously walked away from our fridge that we were like, it was a like, it would have been a weird thing to just like drink. We what night? Well, I think, oh well, I think we Thursday. have one. Did, didn't Versi have like a pop off cap one? I don't like know a bottle cap one because we have that here. And I was like, I, ha- I yeah, we brought home stuff, but you were leaving and like you didn't see it. Yeah. No, the, it, no, it was a different, like, it was what the time? first night where she was like, I put this in the fridge. Oh, and then uh, like the next morning it was. Yeah, it was nowhere to be found. Well, maybe we like, that it could have been the, in that night. So one of those guys like wanted some wine. That was kind of, <laughs> or I was like, Jared might've just hummed it into the fucking sand pits. Yeah. Uh, did she, did he go? Uh, we did not go on an adventure. We you did didn't go off-roading. Out. You didn't but hit then, the berm. Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened, but I what? thought that we had done a final walk. And then I guess I think I got distracted by the suits. And then it was like, I think last night I was like, where the fuck are my shoes? Like, where did they, they were in the dead ago? middle? You were your room was the right when you walk up the stairs. It's that first yeah. one, right? Yeah. They were just in the middle of the carpet. Just, yep. Dead center. It was like a guarantee. <laughs> someone had them. Or yeah, someone had them. Or it was like you picked up, you had your bag on top of them and you just picked it up and turned around and like looked away and forgot that they were even underneath. I do that all the time. Yeah. No, I think I meant to do like a final walk of the room and I was like, oh, I'll grab them. And then we just didn't because uh, we also wanted the Oreos and the oatmeal cream pies. But yeah, thank you. We no. pounded those last no, two nights ago. Yeah. If you Dude. know or she knows what the wine was. Let me know because we have a couple bottles that because we brought I mean, a lot, but we we're not also, too worried about it. We have because you extra. can't you can't mail you're not allowed to ship it to us technically. No, yeah. So it's like man, we've got to save it, age it, the next time in, you come here, enjoy it. <laughs> it's actually we stole it and put it in our wine box in the ceremony. Yeah, Ooh, plot <laughs> twist. That was the one. That was it. Sorry, it's clasped for the next five years. Yeah, I thought yeah, we're gonna bury it in our backyard, backyard, but we didn't. It's fine. Um. No, I ended up, we ended up shipping or carrying back uh, five bottles of wine in our checked bags. <clears throat> back to Tennessee? Yeah. Wow. Because it was, oh. yeah, it's, it's stuff that you like, so like certain things you can only get in certain regions. So there was stuff that she found up there that she couldn't get down here. And she was yeah. like, I would like to bring this back. And oh, you should, if you guys had time, you should have gone to like North Conway. I bet she, like, I know she would have loved that. Going to Zeb's. I think we're going to try to um, come back up and do like a quick, like even like an overnight to Conway because yeah. so nice. and also like that area is just so gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. It. Well, we love, we love it. Now it was a doozy of a weekend. It was good to see everyone. Uh, that's yeah. like, I mean, there were a couple moments that like stood out to me. Um, there wasn't a whole, the rehearsal was just kind of like and then to me it was like one of my favorite moments was when we were sitting in like the groomsman suite just like killing time before the ceremony <laughs> yeah jared's getting up four times to throw up yep that man he puked right before we went out yeah. it was like okay How i think there I'm anything now. in him team there's probably nothing he was eating ice chips during the reception it was like the speeches were going on he was like spooning ice chips into his mouth I've that is bad, bad. Yeah. Like and Ben, it was like we were all sitting there. My my dad and, and my father-in-law are there, and we're just kind of like sitting doing our thing. And like someone said something to me, like, oh, you need a couple like in you for like this and everything. And Ben was like, I'm already had a couple in me. Ben was 
Mm. had like four beer. It's like four beers deep or something. Yeah. Jared's throwing up. Yep. God. Yeah. I was excited we all did that. And then the next day, hey, married marriage is good on me because we played me, Chris, and Kevin, Julia's boyfriend, played. I shot a 44 on the front nine. Ooh. And we only got through uh 16 in total and i shot a 37 through through like six hey. it has like 81 through 16 holes I'll, hey. i'm happy with that i was about to break 100 hey um i was bummed because i definitely would have played but like renting clubs and stuff it yeah. would have been and we just didn't have time exactly and but that course it, was absolutely gorgeous yeah we i oh our my last thing we were playing and we were like made a point we're like we're not going to play just nine because chris wanted to like Chris was unbelievable. He had like a Kev, a Kev, like a turban shot where he hits it like low and it just rises and then hits its peak and starts to like fall real slow. Um, stinger. He a stinger. Yeah. He he wanted to get to the tenth hole, which is that tee box right in front of the tent. A wedding was going on that night, like while we're like going through, and uh, he like hits his shot. I stuck a dart. I was second onto the tee, stuck a dart right in the middle of the green. It didn't move, and I gave a bow to everyone, and everyone was ch- clapping. That's fire! It was that's a, that's so <laughs> it was so awesome. <clears throat> yeah, it was nice. It's so pretty up there. Ugh. I know some of the pictures we got were fucking gorgeous. I know. I can't wait to get all them back. Like we're gonna get like a hundred. Did you? So like, I know obviously we were in front of the camera the entire time. Did like the like professional photographer like go around and like take pictures of like you guys or anyone else or i think they took pictures of like the dance floor but i don't really no we got some pictures they go around um that's why there's like two shooters like one to really be paid attention to us and like others around the room like guests yeah like seating in there oh yeah yeah. like their reaction but i was wondering if like you know like right behind our Right behind ours, like sweetheart table, there's that like little like patch of grass, and a bunch of people were taking their own photos out there. I was wondering if, if like one of the photographers was there to like be like, oh, like let me get a professional one. Oh, 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 oh that. Um, I don't know. No, but we got some ones. I mean, that look like fairly professional. Nice. Shout out to Molly Swanton, solid photographer right there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad everyone was able to. I'm very intrigued Memories. to see. Have you have you guys rounded up and developed the um? Oh no, the disposable oh, no. camera pictures. Those will take weeks, but I should honestly just drop them off. Um, because honestly, those... most of them are done. There's a few that aren't. Some um, of them are going to be a disaster. Oh, I, that's what we're hoping. Like honestly, yeah. if they're if they're like too good, I'm like, okay, well, I have professional pictures for this. So. Yeah, well, I, this wasn't the point. No, there was one in particular at the rehearsal dinner where i think it was lily took a picture of you guys and it was right as the sun was setting and you guys were just fully i mean the sun was right behind you guys yeah and i was like oh yeah we hey, told her that I was they're like, gonna be really like backlit and she was like no they're not and i was like mm, okay you uh-huh. live your dreams she's, she's a professional <laughs> i the next morning the next morning after you guys had already like left and done your thing i remember waking up i'm in her parents uh house all the bridesmaids had come over it's probably noon or something and Lily and Lily's friend Emma were there. And I think Emma was like, oh, talking about the disposable cameras. And then Emma goes, oh, Lily, like, we probably don't want the camera, like, disposed of, like, our room last night. And Lily, like, got so red in the face. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. They were like, probably just a sh- 
drunk and taking pictures of her ass or something. But Lily was like scared that those pictures were like going to someone else, like it wasn't ours. I'm like, no, we we were the ones that bought them. But she's like, oh my god, I thought they were going to like the photographers. But her, oh my god, her, she was so freaking funny about it. Like, yeah, no, we're we want it to be like create like chaos, like just like. Those are the best photos. I literally have so many other cameras too from like Bachelorette and stuff. Oh God, you haven't gotten developed? No. Jeez. Well, um, we glad you you guys had fun. Um, we want to wrap up. Yeah, I gotta go to the gym. Bet. I'll be on. Maybe I will too. Maybe. <laughs> like nine ish my time. I may have one in me. I I got the battle pass. Oh, I did too. I I ripped some earlier. I just oh, okay. It's so brutal with people playing with people who have like no concept of how to play the object. Like playing with randos sucks. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, um, to uh, to everyone who is there, um, Mr. and Mrs. Fritz. Hello, hello, Anyang. Um. Mr. and Mrs. Fritz, thank everyone um, <clears throat> for making our weekend special. Um, and those who weren't there, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I hope, I hope, I hope what happens to you happens. Is what happened to the queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You die at an old age of 96, living a very full life. Hey, baloney. I do. Keep it sleazy in a mouth. Only facts, I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks with a ruga. Top billing, come cops and billing it. Shots is block shipped out and bought, and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killer Mike killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free, I am barely giving a 